I thought we'll just get on with it. So have you, have you broke up now, have you, Sarah? You're... I did. I finished last Thursday. I mean, I've been in today to do some bits of stuff I can't do when there's kids hanging off my sort of uh, cardigan. But, uh, yep, yeah, all, all done. Well, school side things done. House, home life is chaos, but, you know. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is, isn't it? I am going to see this camera. We don't break up till, I think, Christmas Eve morning. That'll be when we break up. Oh, really? Yeah, sadly, we're in the accountancy world, January is the busiest time of, uh, of the year for us, yeah. When you, when you work for a living, Andy, you see? That's ah. just Sarah. Uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm going to move on. I haven't started a fishing shop, and yet I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to try and go tonight. <laughs> just try and get around the centre and see what I can get. One, one, one of the women in here does like a rabbit service each year. I said, I see you doing it this year. She said, yeah, yeah. What, how much have you got? And, you know, I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know what it is yet. Nice. I, don't know when, I don't know when it's going to be here. But when I get it, can you wrap it? <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, right. yeah. Good idea. So that, that, that goes no further, though, Sarah. Just no. in case uh, you mentioned to anyone who knows anybody who's on my list. All right. <laughs> All right. Can you uh, edit this bit then? I will do, don't worry. How are you doing, Chris? Are you good, man? I'm all right, yeah. Um, yeah, feeling pretty fresh today. I finished my treatment for, for this cycle two days ago, so I was rough up until the end of Sunday. And then, uh, yeah, been out running this morning, feeling a lot better. Good stuff, good stuff. How far did you win this morning, Chris? Just 10k on the treadmill. Um, yeah, I, I sort of... Takes me a few days to to readjust after the end of my my cycle. So uh, yeah, I, I was. What treatment have you been having? Um, sorry, what did you say? What treatment? Oh, it's immunotherapy. So I, I take sunitinib uh, four weeks on, and then I get two weeks rest just to recover. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm I'm off it over Christmas. Start again just before the new year. Uh, but I've got the, the Hamsterly Forest Half Marathon on the 2nd of January, so I oh, should time that all right. <laughs> I love the way you said I just did 10k this morning, like it was like just walk around the block. I mean, that's amazing. But, well, yeah, but I, I, I should be doing twice as much, really, in preparation oh. for a half marathon. So, uh, you've, done a, you've done a few before, haven't you? Yeah, um, but I, I haven't really done anything like that sort of distance since the London Marathon. So I've had a few months of doing 5Ks and 10Ks and stuff. So I well, need once, to... you get, once you get first past the first seven miles, it just becomes second nature at that point. You'll be, you'll be fine. You'll be, you'll be no bother whatsoever. Oh, exactly. It, it, yeah, I mean, the, the challenging bit's the fact that it's going to be absolutely freezing in Hampton Forest, yeah. running through the streams and stuff. So I like how me, me, me and Sarah are just sitting silently at all lack of preparing <laughs> for these things Absolutely. very inspirational i mean if you like cold and wet you need to come cold water swimming with me i mean that's what you need to do i mean i did more than swim to be fair but uh i'm not uh, running's not my game anymore but uh i can do the cold you, you know I, I was looking at triathlons for this year but i i only ever really learned to swim so that i wouldn't drown i've never really learned to do it as a, as a pastime um so I, yeah it might might be a bit too much to go from sort of doggy paddling to to doing triathlons so well, I, I don't i don't think sarah was suggesting anything competitive there because <laughs> no. that, that's not why you do it what what, no, what, what do you get pure... from that then, sarah it's just the idea of getting in the cold water and yeah, I mean, I think last time I spoke to you, Martin, I was just sort of starting to get to grips with it. So I think a friend of mine had been sort of saying, Sarah, are you going to come? Are you going to come cold water swimming? And I was like, yeah, yeah, eventually I will. So since I spoke to you, 
the group who I go with is about 22 of us now. And we tend to go out to Tynemouth, to King Edwards Bay and just, we dip more than we swim. So we kind of get in, scream, feel great, get out, have a fire. It's just, it's the community thing more than anything. But since that I've been on a, on a cold water swimming course with a guy called Fennec Ridley, who's amazing. Um, he's an ice swimming champion, I think number one in the UK. And um, the health benefits are, I knew they were good for your mental health, but I didn't realize it was so good for your immune system and your kind of um, blood pressure. There's um, endless benefits really. But um, the group of us that go, I don't know all 22 people. I, well, I didn't when we started, but gradually people sort of mention it. And if you, if you do mention it in passing to people, they kind of go, God, I've always wanted to do that. Or I just would not really want to do that at all, but you can kind of persuade them. So um, it's it's great, I love it. So if you ever fancy it, lads, come along. Good stuff. There's a, there's a um, friend of mine who does it South Shields pretty much every morning, at six every morning, she'd sell yeah. Shields. Yeah, and they, they have something similar. So there's a group of them, and then they all on a night, sometimes doing it at night time, have campfires and stuff like that. So yeah, as you say, the camaraderie and community spirit's good uh, between oh, the groups. It's fab, really good. Anything that ends with a campfire must be good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. With a couple of beers in a song. Absolutely can't argue with that. Um, so yeah, that I, we'll just we'll say we've started then and we'll we'll, we'll include a bit of that then. So how, how have you all been? Uh, so everyone, you're all smiling about Andy. He's looking a bit solemn. We'll, we'll start with Andy. Andy, what's 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 eating you, man? No, everything's great. I'm just, literally just getting back from Lapland. To be fair, um, so we got back on late Sunday night. Uh, we went for four days, uh, and honestly, it's my favourite ever holiday I've ever been on. We went, uh, we seen Santa on day one. We went husky sleighing and reindeer sleighing in day two. Went skiing day three, and then. Uh, Day four on the, on the comeback was just kind of chill out, relax. But honestly, uh, Levy in Lapland, incredible. What a place. It's like it's like anything you'd see in the... Do you know when you, when you envisage a Christmas movie, but a Christmas movie? It's exactly the same as that. The, the houses are lovely. It just... Oh, it was just incredible. Um, so, it's, so it's not like these winter wonderlands in like a Morrison's car park in the back end of the room. Maybe it's a, a massive multi, uh, Morrison's multi-story. But no, it was honestly... it's. Uh, it was fantastic. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. It's me, honestly, my favourite ever holiday. We've seen a few. We've seen uh, Jenny from Gogglebox. She was there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was on our flight. Um, a guy called Ashley Williams used to play centre-half for Swansea and Evan. He was he was staying in our hotel. He was a nice fella. And uh, do you know, you heard of Sean Massey, who was the lady, Lines lady, from uh, in the Premier League. Runs the Name line. rings a bell, but yeah. yeah. Well, she was there as well. And we got quite friendly with her and her husband, who was a uh, championship referee. So it was a it was a really good trip, full of all sorts. Do, do you think they're busy telling their friends that they met you? Well, I like to think so, but I doubt it. There was this lad on Andy, an accountant from the from, from, from the northeast. <laughs> what a guy, honestly! What a guy. And I was the only one drinking, so that's probably the only that's the reason why they remember me for. And no one seemed to have a pint. I thought, what the hell's going on here? I said, Holy <laughs> Spirit! That's all I all we did. I think me and my wife, as soon as we as soon as we got to one o'clock, because it's pitch black. From morning till night, it's just pitch black. So get the one o'clock, it feels like seven. So the, oh, sorry, time again the beer again. So yeah, that's probably what they remember me for. <laughs> uh, the guy who they kept thinking he's going to get thrown out soon. <laughs> yeah. Get thrown out soon, sure. Aye, aye. <laughs> Good. So 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 at least you managed to get away though and back, didn't you? Has anyone else planned any holidays or anything or not? Well, we've just come back from the Lake District, which was fantastic. Two days of just getting away from it all. 
and it was my husband's birthday present. Uh, I think he was convinced I was going to take him cold water swimming as the, as the main present, but we, I took him kayaking instead. So we did some kayaking on, um, on Alls Water. And then I did actually manage to get him in for a swim in Alls Water yesterday. But uh, so I saw the pictures on Instagram, yeah, yeah I saw that. Yeah. You, can, you can't go to the lakes and not dip, can you? Well, no, no. And also the, the pressure from the group of people up here that sort of goes to the coast with me. When are you going in? When are you going in? So I thought I'm going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. Peer pressure is the best reason to do anything, surely. Totally. That's why most people start smoking and drinking and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, isn't it? It's always yeah. peer pressure. What about you, Chris? Are you, are you got any plans? Or, like, you know, what, I don't know, is there much happening? No, no, nothing at the minute. I'm, I'm sort of planning all my 2022 runs and climbs and things like that. But Andy's talking about Lapland there. So I, I, I don't know if I told you this when 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 we spoke last. I, I've been to Lapland once. Um, we, we went to Rovi Emney, having won it as a, a prize when I was working for Barclays Corporate many years ago. I was 22, 23 at the time. Uh, and I, I won a trip for two to go to Lapland. Uh, as a, what they call eagle achievers. Um, it was a real sort of high profile thing for the bank. And, and my girlfriend at the time was over the moon until I told her that I'd got drunk at the awards ceremony um, and I wasn't going to be taking her. I was taking my, my best mate, my drinking buddy. Um, so, so, yeah, so she dumped me. Me and my mate went off on this trip to Lapland. <laughs> and deservedly so. Deservedly so. I was the entire time. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we 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 went on these um, the, the what do you call them the skidoo safari things. We were so drunk they wouldn't let us drive them, so <laughs> we had to sit on the back with the instructors. <laughs> it was alright. We got to see Santa Claus and, and the Northern Lights for for what I remember of it. But uh, yeah, so I'm currently looking at it for next year with the family, and it'll be a, a different sort of experience. So, safari sounds like you would go animal spotting. I mean, what what kind of animals are up there? Like? Just reindeer, as far as I can tell. Yeah, it's yeah. all you can remember. Yeah. All is. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the big, uh, Chris, if you're going to have a look at Ingham's. All right. Uh, mate, honestly, brilliant. The, the whole setup was brilliant. Well, this was this was the Santa Claus Hotel in Rovi-Emney. I, I, I remember it because there was a nightclub there. It's sort of one pub, one nightclub, little town in, in Finland. And it, it was absolutely fantastic. You know, we, we had this... This guide who was about our age and he was he was a complete head to ball. You know, he, he, he had chewing tobacco and, and I suspect he was out taking stuff on a night, you know, but he, he took us to this nightclub with a, a drink that he'd written down in in, in Suomi or how, however you pronounce the local language. He said, ask for that at the bar. And it cost us at the time about 35 euros. So, you know, that, that was quite a bit. I know you can pay right. that for gin now, but uh, there, there was there was all sorts in it. And, and that was it. That, that was us done for the night. One drink finished. Right. Uh, I tell you what, in, in Levy Mind, there's a, it's a little, tiny little village and there's a bar uh, or a pub, like a, you call them public houses, about every 30 feet. Because uh, <laughs> the Finns have got nothing else to do apart from ski and drink. So <laughs> there's pubs everywhere. There's more pubs than there is shops. It's incredible. I need to get this on my, uh, my wish list, I think. Great place. Definitely. Great place. If I didn't have the two kids there, I'd probably still be there now. <laughs> sure, so, what, so what we need to do so far then is we need to go there and and do some dipping while we're there. Yeah. You nearly said skinny dipping. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> like, like, like a Freudian slip or something. Um, I'll, I'll not be skinny dipping in uh, Lapland, that's for sure. I'm, I'm sure the water's a little bit colder there. Um, 
Listen, because obviously the whole point of the podcast is is positivity then and doing things. And obviously it's good to see we're all having fun. I mean, no one's asked me if I'm having fun, but I'm all right. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's good to see we're all in good spirits and that. What, I, let, let, let's, let's just ban COVID and politics. What do you think? What do you think your twenty twenty one is going to be remembered for? Then, what, 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 what's your highlights? What's our personal highlights? As yeah, just well, yeah. I just I don't know, just anything. It's meant to be like a summary of the year. I don't know, just just do whatever you say, whatever you want. Well, I think since I last spoke to you, I feel like my life's been like a spinning revolving door that just hasn't stopped. It's been fabulous. I mean, the response I had to the podcast that I did with you was great. Um, people who said, had listened to it and then said, oh, it was great what you'd said because I had a, I've got a friend who's going through the same thing. And I know having listened to the other guys' podcasts, I know that was your mission too, was to kind of try and allay any fears of people who were going through similar things to what we were going through. So that, for me, was one of the main goals, really, of why I wanted to set up my Instagram account. So... Achieved. Well, 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 it sounds like I should hang my podcast and hat up now and just say I've done it. The highlight of Sarah's year was the podcast. That's what I heard. <laughs> that's, that's what that's what I heard. So, Andy, Chris, you, you, you know the form now. I hope you've got the same answer. Um, but if you haven't, then I certainly did enjoy our podcast. Yeah, I know we got <laughs> some good feedback as well. Yeah, I'm not sure it was the number one, but it was it's certainly up there. And I'm not going. <laughs> I think Martin uh, made that bit up actually. I don't think I actually said that, but yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh well, that's just I'm saying that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> but so I mean, for me, for kind of 2021 as a memory, we've um, Lapland. Uh, six weeks ago, we were in Dubai for for nine days. So we managed. We did manage to get away as a family. Um, the we bought. Two new accountancy practices as well and amalgamate them into South Shields, which was a big achievement, um, kind of with everything that's going on. Um, so they're probably the, the, the highlights of, of the year, in essence, uh, and also the, getting done with the treatment. Obviously, them 30 days or 29 days, you don't know what to expect. And then at the end of it, it's, it's the massive kind of well done and patting the back and Dixie kind of when I've gone back through my journey as well and gone back through the videos, um, kind of how yeah, how positive I kept up and how uh, fit I kept. I've put a bit of weight on since mine because of lap landing, drinking and what have you. But uh, during that time, yeah, so that that's kind of a highlighting achievement. And, and it's it, my people might sound think that sounds daft in terms of saying, well, you've gone through radiotherapy treatment. How is that a highlight? But it actually is because it's it's tackling the problem and facing it head on. Because so, so, what was quite interesting is that you, you got loads of interaction and feedback to your video diaries as well, didn't you? Yeah, lots. So I've had, and I still get messed up random messages now of, of people who are going through um, similar things and they just cast, ask me advice on kind of, as if I'm kind of like a doctor, but I'm not. Obviously, I've got no medical training at all, but if I can kind of give them a little bit of comfort in any which way, that's, that's what I've been doing. So yeah, I've had quite a few people who messages, like direct messages on uh, Twitter and things. Which has been good, and I hope you've been able to help a few people um, get through it as well. Excellent. Well, what about you, Chris? What What would you put down as your highlight? Well, it, it's a bit of a an ongoing thing, really. It feels like twenty twenty one's kind of snowballed all the way through. So I, I started the year having just finished one sort of treatment, which didn't agree with me all the way through twenty twenty. So I'd finished that and was expecting just to spend 2021 on you know on, on the sofa sort of going through treatment and feeling and I have been obviously that all 
changed. I felt fine. My treatment's gone well, or going, you know, going well. Side effect wise, <laughs> keep forgetting I'm terminal. So yeah, side effect wise is going well. Um, and then obviously I started running, did some climbing and things like that, and, and you know finished the London Marathon in October. And and I guess that probably should have been it, but. Uh, as as most people do it, it escalates from there so you know the coming year i'm doing ultras and coast to coast cycling and, and all manner of other things and and what may end up being a bit of a world exclusive on on saturday morning i was at ref Lehman doing my first part of uh my testing to join the RAF. <laughs> um I'll caveat that by saying that the, the psychometric tests and stuff that I did on Saturday morning weren't the challenging part of the joining process for me, quite obviously. When it comes to the medical, that's going to be the challenge. So but, um, but I saw I saw a picture on your Twitter, I think, Chris, to say that you are running at a pace that allowed you to join the RAF but I hadn't realized what the connection was well yeah I mean yeah there, there wasn't a connection really there's no reason why anyone would have would have connected the dots there um but I, I, I kind of I got back from RAF lane and thought well I, you know this is right at the end of my treatment cycle if I can pass the tests I should be mentally all right to do it so if I can pass the the, the fitness tests I straight away got down did my press-ups did my sit-ups that was all fine um, went and did my, my two and a half K on, on the treadmill. So, um, you know, I can, I can do the fitness, I can do the mental stuff. Um, you know, it, if, if they're happy to take someone on board that's got incurable cancer, then uh, then I, I could well be joining the RAF. But I don't what, suppose what they get asked very often. What's the role that you applied for then? It, it, it's a chef's role, so it, it's the reserve. So I'm not, uh, I'm not giving up my, my day job. Um, but yeah, it's, you know... Partially, it's a, a just a, a challenge, you know. Partially, it's it's something I wanted to do when I was a kid and a teenager. Not not necessarily the chef's role, to be fair. But um, you know, I, I I always wanted the uniform. I always wanted to join the forces. And then, as happens with with most people, I hit my sort of mid teenage years and started drinking, started smoking, and got you know got a got a normal job and and forgot all about it. So uh, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a chance to to go back and do something. That's awesome. That's awesome. It, it reminds me of um, I, I nearly joined the army after I left school, and there was me and my mate went and did a test. And is it Northumberland Square at the top of Northumberland Street in mm. town, or, or Princess or St Mary's yeah. Square or something like that? So anyway, we were in there. We did all the testing, and it had like old. It was like a little test where you had to guess where the ball landed on the screen to see if you could figure out spatial awareness and do all the you know, whatever you did, you know, and. Um, we both wanted to join the Remy's. I don't know why. I was just going along with it. I wasn't very driven, really. I just like flaking about, you know. And um, and and the guy came out afterwards. He said, "Oh, well, you, you know, we've done all the tests and everything, right? Well, you know, do you want us to go through the tests? And who's first? And we're like, oh, we're in it together, like brothers in arms, all that kind of like mad gung ho kind of stuff, you know." And my mate went, "Go on, I'll go first." And and um. No, sorry, I said I'll go first. So you went, oh, right, right, you know, there's Remy, you can do that, this, this, and then you might want to think about that because you tested well in that area and blah, 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 you know, right, okay, then. Um, and went, we mate, and just for you saying there about the chef, then we said, said to me, mate, he says, do you play any instruments? Instruments? No, why? And he went, don't worry, so we'll teach you how to cook this. And his list was like <laughs> army band, kitchen, and like 
fodder or something like that, you know, because basically it was mints. He, he, you know, he was, he was there. But I just oh, never forget that. Oh, it was a good little tip. So obviously he stormed off at that point and I got an interview with Robson Leila and that's where, that's where I ended up. So, but yeah, but uh, I was nearly I was nearly in the Remy in the Army's. Um, what, what about next year then? And Chris, you've alluded to some stuff there, but we'll come back to you, Sarah. What's 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 on your list for next year? Well, um, I think I kind of forgot to mention before with the uh, I've got carried with the podcast, didn't I? Um, that was so good. Yeah, I think I was talking to you about um, doing some stuff with my cousin to do with yoga and wellness and stuff. Yes, I think wellness is banded around quite a bit, but we we felt that. Well, she, she messaged me after I'd been for a, a dip down at the coast, so I was kind of pretty high on emotion. And she said, do you fancy going to business together? And I went, yeah, I'd love to, great. And she lives in Manchester. And I think with the whole COVID business, you realise that nowhere's that far away now because you can flip your computer screen up and you can kind of contact people and do anything from anywhere, really. So um, she's just qualified as a yoga teacher. She's an actress who um, has had two major operations on her Achilles and I think with having my two surgeries, we're kind of using that, that the trauma sort of basis and the yoga to, to form some kind of retreats. So we've got a business that we're putting together and we're going to start doing some retreats in the new year. And she's going to lead the yoga meditation. Um, I'm going to use my teachery skills and make badges for people and perhaps talk a bit about cold water swimming and exercise. Because I know that the, the guys as well do lots of exercise, which makes a massive, I know you do as well, massive difference to your headspace and Huge. again that community running with other people or exercising with other people so that's really what uh, as well as my day job I'm going to be focusing on that as well Who, who's your target then Sarah is it is it is it, is it anyone people like us or just yeah. or normal people as well well any anyone who I think sort of the menopausal sort of strand of women as well, but men and women, we've called it Shom Yoga and Wellbeing. Um, Shom being S for Sarah, H for Helen, and Om, Om. Um, that sort of yoga side of things. So hold, hold on, do I need to put like the little paid promotion thing on the YouTube channel? Yeah, <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna pay me well, for this, or is this? Are you just sneaking it in? <laughs> once we've got all logo sorted, I'll be coming straight to you for my third podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we've just. We're going to target anyone who wants to get get away, relaxation, anyone who's going through trauma, has been through trauma and wants to share in those things that helps people get from the, that place of being in a hole to back out again and to, to say you can do it. And I know that um, talking to you last time, I was, you know, there were some days I just couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. But then you start to sort of reframe things and you think, oh God, I'm sort of mid fifties. What have I got to go, you know, what's the point? That didn't last very long, but it, the time it lasted was pretty dark. And then when I was sort of lying on the acupuncture bed having treatment with Fiona down in uh, Jesmond, and uh, I suddenly thought, God, I'm mid-50s. There's loads to live for. What are we going to do? What can I do next? And I almost, I'm at the risk of burning out because I don't sleep that long because I want to get up and do things. And when I wake up, my mind's whirring, but whirring to go and do good things like, you know, exercising or plan things so it's um it's that I'm trying trying to just pace myself a little bit better but um but yeah we'll see right. oh, well, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for Sean I like the sound of the um like retreat as well so people can go for it will it be people who go for like a week or a few days or whatever so it's not just kind of a individual sessions it's the, the yeah, yeah I mean 
we're going to do sort of daily retreats first of all Helen's based in Manchester I'm based in Newcastle so we're going to sort of sort of travel around a little bit um, we've, I've got a, a good friend who's a, a nutritionist up in Newcastle and we're going to tap into his expertise um, um, Fiona Racky Puncture so we're just going to sort of include lots of different strands of health and well-being really yeah yeah that'd be, that'd be good that well, speaking on behalf of me and Andy, financial well-being is an important part of any, uh, you know, people's well, yes. lives. So, you know, if you want someone to come and talk about tax or, you know, accounts or whatever, to give people that really crisp of mind feeling. <laughs> we'll yeah. book you in. Or, or anybody, who's, anybody yeah. who's struggling to sleep, maybe. We, we, can, we, can, like, we, can, we can cure the insomniacs for you. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, Chris could do a bit on banking, you know, between, between us all. <laughs> yeah, if you, yeah, it, it, if there's any sort of need for for road infrastructure and, and bridges and things like that, give me a shout. I'll find answer. Sure, we can build that in. <laughs> <laughs> no intended there. For the, not not for the tax and accountancy advice or the road infrastructure, but I think for travelling away to, uh, especially spending a bit time in, outside of that everyday life, people will pay for that as well. Yeah. 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 What, what, what bigger than Andy, other than um, going on a Sham retreat? What else are you planning next year? Well, uh, to be fair, quite a bit, hopefully quite a bit travel. Um, we, were, we were planning on going back to uh, Abu Dhabi and um, the end of this month, but I think with the prices that have gone through the roof again, COVID, you think it's not worth it. We've got Paris booked up in March. Um, my plan is, especially if that kind of realisation in this year, what's going on, that I, I want to do as much travel as possible. Uh, even if it's just city breaks, four, three, four days, two nights away, whatever, with the kids, without the kids, just to do quite a few of those and a few different holidays, maybe it's a skiing holiday. Um, kind of business-wise, I'm I'm quite settled. Um, obviously, it's just kind of, well, what massive growth or massive decline, just kind of keep it going as, as it's going from there. Um, so I'll be more kind of working this year, working on myself in fairness, as, as opposed to, business-wise, um, so travel um, and sporting events. So try and do a few more events myself as well. So I, Chris, I know you said about the London Marathon and things. I've done an ultra, I've done a 50 miler and I've done a 26, uh, 20, what did I do, 28 miler, but I've never actually done a marathon. So I've done an ultra marathon, but not a, not a marathon. So that would probably try to get as fit for that and get my body strong and do a few of those and uh, and what have you. But that's that's my aim next year. Um, on me, on me goals is more more travel and more enjoyment. I've, I've, got, a, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a seed of a plan here, which I'll come on to in a minute. Chris, what, what, what you got then? You're joining the RAF. What you, what you got? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you going to take back Afghanistan or something? Are you? Uh, well, you know, be setting up field field kitchens in uh, in deserts and stuff. Um, no, I, I, I don't know. I kind of part of me feels like I should should be relaxing and doing things slowly and going on holiday and then I kind of after I've had each scan result and it says stable I just think all right here's a, a list of a million and one things I'm gonna do and 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 after the last one so it just so happened that my last scan results came just after the London Marathon so so back in October and I thought well, what do I what do I do now I, I, I can't I can't just keep planning three months ahead and you know I appreciate I can't necessarily plan 10 and 15 years ahead um but I, I need to find the middle ground so I thought oh well I'll, I'll sign up to a lot of stuff in 2022 and that's where the RAF came in as well um yeah so I don't, look what watch this space I've signed up to the grand tour of Skidor in August 
which is a 44 miler including Skiddaw. I've got Coniston 14 miles and, and a whole host of trail runs and things which which tend to be based around Scotland and the Lake District. So I can go camping. I've got someone knocking at the door for Amazon or something, sorry. Um, do, 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 you, do you want to get us? Just yeah, this out, two you know. seconds. Yeah, go on then. Right, quick talk about him. Because last time, last last time you ruined the podcast because he had to go for a pee, you know. I, 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 I think I cut that out, but I'm going to pull him on it because this is the second time he's pulled this. This is this is why it's because he didn't behave that he didn't put the podcast as his favourite thing, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying you ruined the last one, Chris, because you went for a pee last time. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got crap bladder. That's that's cancer for you. <laughs> yeah, well, 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 yeah. No, no excuses here, man. Sorry, this is the positive <laughs> podcast. This is all about her. Yeah. But no, sorry, I, I wasn't quite sure where I got to. So, so yeah, I've I've got loads of runs and things planned, and and, and I've instead of doing the the sort of main events in the cities and things, I've tried to plan them so that you know me, me and the kids can go camping over the weekend and stuff like that. So it's all in the Lake District, up in the Highlands and stuff. Um probably won't do any foreign holidays because it's just it hasn't been worth the hassle this year and actually we've ended up going camping a few times and the kids loved it the weather was good and and you know we, we were pretty active so it might be towards the end of next year before we go away anywhere you know away away so <laughs> but we'll see see how we see how we get on with covid and all the rest of it because yeah, like because we we've got the same one of the same runs booked haven't we chris because the Washington, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the Washington Wildfowl 10k, I think it is, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I presume there's water there. We should we, we should just get them to a, a space at the run as well. We'll go and run, <laughs> and then when we're finished, we'll all just run and jump in the lake or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Martin, Martin, have you just started running, or have you always? Been <laughs> well, well, that's, actually, I was going to say, and it, again, it's there, it, it's it's Annie and Chris's fault because because uh, Chris obviously is busy running all over the place like a madman yeah. and, and Andy said even while he was going through his treatment he was still like getting up and running and running the, running the office and all that kind of stuff and I, and I used to run I've done the North Run a few times I've done Blade and Race I've done loads of 10Ks and stuff and I just I, I fell out of it years ago and then I'm not sure if it was because I was falling ill or just getting fat but either way I, running was just hard work you know and um, and since I've lost a pile of weight, I actually thought I'm just going to give it a go. So yeah, I, I, I like I went for a long walk, probably about three or four weeks ago, and I felt really good. And I thought I'm going to save that and just like do a bit of jogging as part of it. So I did a bit and I felt all right. But yeah, the other night I actually put my running gear on and went out for my first run in. I saw I saw your running vein that you posted. Well, 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 I did that because I came in and um <laughs> in a. Because I came in and Thomas went, what's that on you? <laughs> and it was just, I had like this vein. By the time we got the camera, we took a picture it had like halved in size. But I was like, oh my God, what have I done? I've like, I've burst something here. But this thing, I could almost see it. You know, like my peripheral vision. Yeah. This like vein sticking out of my head. I was like, blame me, what the hell? But apart from that, I felt absolutely great. And actually that was, um, it might seem like a really small thing, but that was something that I was like really quite proud of this year. That I've like, managed to keep losing my weight and and then actually like went out and just ran two mile and I didn't die. I didn't like didn't kill us. It didn't finish us off, you know. Um run into different things. It's it's kind of if, if you when you get into it, it's like a it's like a drug. So then when you if you once you stop, you kind of feel so I get withdrawal symptoms if I if I if I'm if I'm in a runner pattern and I and I miss a date, then I'm I'll get withdrawal symptoms. 
But then once I get into a, a rut of not running, that next run to start again is a is a crippler and it really hurts. So it's it's a it's a massive drug that you've just got to keep on going and then keep the endorphins going and everything. So yeah, that's how I look at it. Right. Well, I'm I'm also conscious as well because I've had great feedback about all three of you and and other. I didn't pick this on any basis. It's not that I didn't like any of the big people I had on the podcast, um, but I just thought you three would. Add, you, you all seemed like there were similarities between you. You're all trying to do something outdoorsy, kind of sporty. I don't know if that's a bit stretching. Dip, dipping isn't really a sport, Sarah, but uh, <laughs> kayaking, kayaking. Boot camp, boot camp is out, outdoors. And boot camp, yeah. So I, I, I've kind of put you all in a similar kind of category, um, but. And I know these are all very positive and, and, and we've, we've had a good chuckle there and we've laughed about stuff. But what, 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 was, your, what was your, I'm almost, almost hesitant to ask it, but do you still get dark days? Each of you just jump in any time? You know, I mean, how, how, because you can't just be positive all the time, can you? And we've all still got stuff in our own ways that hangs not, over. Not about me health, I don't. Um, it's, Something I've never ever, and I, I mentioned in the podcast before, it's something I've never really given any thought to at all. Even when I was diagnosed with a brain tumor, I, I played cricket the week after, the, the day before my surgery. Um, it's it, even when, and then once you recover, I had one one day in the hospital where I got a bit teary um, because you think, Christ, is this the end of it? But this is like this was after the surgery. Apart from that, I've never given any second thought. Even when I got the letter in February uh, to say that I, I'd, um, it was back. You just think, for want of a better phrase, oh, for fuck's sake, my hair will go again. But didn't dwell on it or anything like that. It was just a case of, right, okay, like, what do we have to do? And so I, I don't, I never think about it. Even after now, I, I'm not worried about the the um, scan coming up that I'll have in February or March to see if it is it gone. It, it just, I've got a mentality where it doesn't, it just sits there. I'm not bothered. It's just kind of, it is what it is. And so, so, so. So it, it, it is that you've engaged fully with it and, and you're actively not letting it bother you rather than you're, you're kind of just like hiding. Or I'll just, no. I, to I, I don't know how to phrase that because obviously no, I'm not I, I, an expert, but you know what no, I mean? You're not, like, to be not kidding me, yourself. It's, it's my mentality is just there. It, it kind of is what it is. Life will kind of go on and it is what it is. Um, and it's probably blase, but if I, if I dwelled on it constantly, I'd be... You wouldn't have the positivity or anything. You wouldn't be able to do this, that, and that. It's just, fortunately for me, my mindset is just, well, I get on with it. It is what it is, and don't think about it. People that people might look at it like when you see the head tilt, oh, how are you feeling and things? And yeah, I'm fine. Huh? Thanks very much. I'm jumping. That's kind of how it, how it goes. So I, I, I don't give it any second thought. I never really think about it. So, so it's interesting that you said not about health. So there must be something else that's getting you down, then. Otherwise, you wouldn't have said it like that. I just kind of your, your everyday life and strife and COVID rubbish and well, I kind of do this and just other things, other things stresses out more than anything. The business wise, the work, work, your work life balance and things that's more stressful than than the health thing for in my in for me. Um, different for your wife. My wife has got health anxieties because of what's happened to me and what she's seen me go through, but I haven't, uh, and I was the one that's gone through it. So kind of I've, I've probably handle it better than what she has on that. So my stress comes from different things, kids, work, Newcastle. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, we'll let me talk about Newcastle, Chris. About all you want. The, the results of the, you know, the richest club in the world. Oh, I, I'm not going to go. <laughs> uh, is he, 
Does it matter? You're fine. You're fine talking about it to me at the minute. You know, we'll see you next season anyway. <laughs> yeah, we pay each other. I get yeah, you. You couldn't. You couldn't just see a happy forward, Chris. You had to see. I'll see you next season. <laughs> but I, I, I've got. I mean, some similarities with with what Andy's saying now. I, I'm, I'm. I couldn't say that I'm always chipper about things I'm, I'm certainly not but it, it, it tends to follow a pattern when it gets towards the end of my treatment cycle and I'm absolutely knackered and I can't run as much and things like that then I, I can feel myself feeling a bit shitty but um, I don't know I, I guess when when we spoke before we, we, we touched on this to some extent I kind of there's not really much point in dwelling on it there's nothing yeah. I can do by being miserable about it so I kind of you know, stand up and run at it, screaming, and you know, I, I, I find something to do to push through it, and and you know, whether that's go for a run or or do a fit class on Sky or or whatever it might be, get the get the endorphins going, and and you know, it passes. Uh, Actually, what 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 there aren't dark days. There are probably dark half hours or hours yeah. until I bother my ass to to push through it. What, 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 one of the takeaway comments you made, I think Chris was, you, you said something like, I may get the wording wrong, but you said something like when you got the diagnosis, once you'd like adjusted and got used to it, it actually freed you from all the day-to-day crap that most other people still need to care about. You still need to care if you get on with your neighbour and stuff like that, because, you, you, you know, but, so well, you, it, you kind of said you had like a release, didn't you, to some degree? It, it, it did. I mean, I, you know, I, I quite literally just stopped being bothered about a lot of stuff, things that used to bother me, you know, reading the papers on a morning, getting angry about politics or, or, or getting arsy about the, whoever the Sunderland manager is and, and the tactics and stuff. I just said, I'm not, I'm not bothered about that anymore. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go and enjoy Sunderland some days, you know, when, when they're playing all right. But I'm, I'm going to go and watch other games as well. I'm going to go over and see Man City or Everton or, or, or whoever, because... It doesn't matter. It, 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 it's just you know, it's a kids' game, really, isn't it? You know, um, so so all, all of the things that I could really get worked up about in in years gone by, I'm not bothered about by anyone. I can, I can enjoy them. I can take them or leave them. There's a pattern forming here, mainly, and I, I, I don't know if Sarah's going to go the same. Then, but are you the same as these two chaps? Yeah. Then, Sarah, do you just it's think? Me. Yeah, because I, I think you just don't sweat the small stuff. You you. I get frustrated because my balance isn't what it used to be. So walking in the dark for me, it looks like I've had four bottles of gin and sort of trying to get from A to B sometimes is a bit of a challenge. But um, I don't really think too much. I know I've got a scan in March, annual scan, which sort of have a look and see if the, the radiotherapy's had an effect on the size of the tumour that's left. Um, but that's just like, that's in March. It's not something I'm living my life toward and it's not something that I'll <clears throat> put other stuff on hold for. Um, I'm more concerned about whether I can get my nose placing out before I go for the MRI scan. That's all I'm really thinking about. But it, no, I, I don't, um, it doesn't take over my life by any means. And, I, and, and you know, like Mandy was saying, if if something is thrown up, you then think, well, I'll deal with it. I, I've, had, I've been through this before, I can do it. And I think that's the way I, I tend to look at things. Yeah, this is part of the reason why I thought you'd all get on well together on Scoop because you've all got this unshakable resolve that you're just going to get up tomorrow and keep doing something, you know, it's, it, it's crackers. I think, I, I think like you were saying, it, it's harder for the people that you live with 
to have to deal with this because they're sort of on the outside looking in. They've been sat in the waiting room while you've been in, in surgery for 10 hours, not quite knowing how you're going to come out or how you're going to be. Or you have like two Ronnie's conversations where I can't hear what's being said from the other side of the room. Um, or, you know, bike rides are very interesting. And my husband and I got cycling. He said, I can never cycle in front of him. Because just lent itself to disaster. Um, yeah, I think it's harder for them. I think we, we can probably deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, people might think we've got the kind of stiff up our lip British attitude, but it's not really it's just kind of, it is what it is. We get on with it. We just face it every day and get on with it. Well, well, it's not a choice. It's, you know, it's a lack of choice. It's, you know, what, what, what the hell else are you going to do? Um, and, and I, you know, I guess I would love to be able to, to get people to, to reach this before something happens, before they get cancer, you know, before there's a life-changing event, if people could prioritise better and, and not sweat the small stuff. But I've been on all the sales courses. I've read all the, the self-help books, the same as everyone else, and it, it never works. No, no one ever manages to, to really sort out their, their life priorities properly so that they're not stressing about the little things, you know, un, until something happens. And, and re realistically, it's too late. You know, it's too late for it to, to make a real difference to the people around me now because I, 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 can't, I can't pass on how I feel. I can't pass on my attitude. Um, I'll try and set an example so that when you know when when the kids grow up, they can say, "All right, this is how Dad dealt with things." Um, I think you know maybe you can though. I think that you know you're having that ripple effect. I think whilst you might not change people's perspective in total, I think you're, you're having more of an impact than you probably realise. Mm. You know, Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've got to be honest with you, like I say, if there was some way to bottle this and just, even if people could just rub it, rub a little bit off and take it, you know, it, it, I, I, I think people would buy it, but but I don't, I don't know if it is something you can just persuade people of or whether they need to be like, they need to have been there to, to get, I, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know if this is something you could just like, just no, no disrespect to you, way it is, Sarah, but I don't think someone on like you know the second day on a sunday afternoon and when wherever you do it's not just gonna go like got it that thing chris said it's just it's connected i think i, I think it's a bigger thing than that isn't it or is it it's hard to say because i, I think until it until it happens because what happens well prior to any like life change event that i had you do sweat the small stuff because it's your small stuff and it's, you kind of live with it everyone everyone's kind of insular in that in in, in terms of the in quite selfish in a way that it's it you look after your own bubble and anything that happens to you is the biggest thing that kind of goes on within the world and that's pure human nature that's everyone from me to anyone else but then obviously when something happens then yeah your, your kind of mindset might change and that's where you i think until you, you it happens, something happens to you you don't know what mindset you'll have whether you're going to be positive whether you're going to be negative whether you're going to be what whatever it's going to be uh, i think it, it's so it is tricky it is very tricky to to kind of teach someone that because until it actually happens to them they'll never know I, I like i like what you've just said as well there though chris you haven't got, it's not a choice you're not choosing to be this way but what there isn't another option is there but, but of course that's it's, it's good that you feel that but a lot of other people would go through any of the stuff you've gone through and think what's the point what's the point you know 
So, so what, 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 now you've all had a little bit crack and listened to each other a bit more and no doubt listened to each other on, on Marty's what should be an award-winning podcast. Um, <laughs> can, can you spot personality traits that are similar between you? So, is there, you know, Sarah, is there something that you can see in these two lads that you think that's something we have in common, other I than think- the obvious, you know? Half and bored and unshaved. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah, <laughs> of, of physical appearance. Yeah, I mean, I've had, I've, had a nice, uh, I've had a nice shave after my op. I could have fitted in quite well. But um, I think determination is a, is a factor that we've all probably got. Um, and I th- it's, not, it's not how you look at things. How you, you can look at things, but it's how you see things, isn't it? It's how you frame things, reframe things. And I think that's probably something we've all got in common. So that determination, though, is something that was there first, wasn't it? So I, I, so I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, saying... I would have said there is, because technically, if you... I mean, like, for me, going beforehand, I, I'm always being sporty, so I've always been determined to kind of be successful and win, determined in business. So the kind of determination, I think it does kind of define before this happens. It, it helps you along that way if you are a determined and strong mindset, strong-willed person as well. I think that does help if help you go through a, a life-changing event. I think if you're the other way, then yeah, okay, it, it could cause issues. So, so it's, it's, not, it, it's not coincidence. It, you, you didn't become determined as a result. You were determined and that's, yeah. that, that, that's why you behave the way you do. Well, pr- prior, yeah. But I mean, I would never know kind of, I don't know if that's the right way to put it because you don't know the, the people who, who aren't sporty, who aren't whatever else beforehand athletic, but get something like this and become that. So that, then there's a different determination. I, had, I was determined just through previous wise, but that doesn't necessarily mean something that isn't determined is not going to be able, is going to be determined afterwards. Everyone will deal with their own life-changing event, shall we call it, differently. Um, and whatever works for them is, is the right way. Um, whether that's to kind of to do what me and Chris have done and, and become athletic and run and run through it, whether that's become someone else decides I'm going to start a business because that's what I want to do. So I'm going to go on holiday. That's the, and as long as it gets them through it, that's the right, that's the right thing for them to do, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. You know, but before all of this, I wasn't, I wasn't particularly sporty. I, I, I wasn't unfit. I, I, I would go to the gym and, and run five Ks occasionally just to tick over. But the, the determination so to, to the determination to do things and finish things and run events and cycle and climb and things like that 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 has come um partially out of necessity partially out of needing to do something to keep my mind occupied keep my body working properly um but you know there has always been a determination i just i, I guess like most people it it, it drifted you know it, it drifted from my mid-twenties through to, to my mid-thirties from one thing to another, you know, I would occasionally run the Great North Run. Sometimes I would focus on work, other times I would half-arse it, you know, but, I, you know, now everything I do is, is you know, with, with a, a sort of obsessive determination. I, there's no point in starting anything if I'm not going to finish it now. So, you know, I, I'll start a million things, but, but for the first time in my life, I'll finish a million things as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you, Chris, but I, I don't know whether, for, for me, some of the determination of kind of going for these long runs or going for these activities is to say to myself, well, actually, I can still do it, even though I've got this and I've got the treatment. 
I know some other people look at it and still do this, so kind of don't write me off. It's a determination that you'll that you'll do. So that's what gets you through start to finish. When I did the fifty, the uh, the fifty miler, when I was running with a with a with a guy, he was saying it was look you've been through a hell of a lot worse when you're coming through when you're mile thirty and you're in so much agony, saying look you've been through a hell of a lot worse. And think I have actually. So you, you grit your teeth and you're away. So then them determinations kind of oh well I can prove to yourself I can still do this, but also prove to other people I can still do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and, and it's not even so much other people. It's it, you know, it, it's me. It's like an imaginary bloke called cancer here, so I can keep sticking my fingers up at him and saying, "Look what I can do! Look what I can do!" Just you know, despite you trying to stop me, I can do this. And you know, I, I'm not going to be as fast as I could have been when I was in my twenties and and you know, fit and didn't have this. I'm, I, I might not be able to run as far as I could have done then if I'd ever tried, but. I didn't try, you know. So, so, so now everything's everything's reset. Everything's a, a personal best. Everything's a record. So, um, you know, yeah, it, it's just me sticking my fingers up to my condition. <laughs> Good. Yeah, no, it is. That's interesting. And and, uh, and and to be honest, what one of you said there, you know, getting fit like like I don't know if it was Andy you said or Chris get. Let's not remember Sarah dips and does fit classes. <laughs> so you know these are all these are all sporty. We, do, 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 obviously, Sarah, you've picked up the the, the dipping in the water, which I'll not keep going on about. I just I just, I just <laughs> like the term dipping. I think it's I just think it's funny. Well, you, know, you should come and try it. Oh well, I, I haven't got a I haven't got a wetsuit, and so you I don't need a wetsuit. We don't wear wetsuits. Just come it's in your coffee. Yeah, your skin's waterproof. You smugglers, get uh-huh. the smugglers out, will I? <laughs> Well, you've seen that guy walking around. Um, it was been across the UK, hasn't he? Speedo Mick. You know, Mick, yeah. Amazing guy, amazing. I haven't seen Speedo Mick. Do I do that? Sounds like one, 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 one typo away from a bad name to have, though, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, check him out. You want him on your podcast? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, if, if anyone's got any in, if you know, you know, absolutely, I'll have it. I'll have anyone on. Um, so, so, so he just look like he's naked. Then I, I presume he walks around in his speedos, does he? Yeah, okay. yeah. He's got his speedos on. He's got his flags. He's got his woolly hat, and he's walked, you know, across the UK. Basically, I think he finishes in Liverpool tomorrow. Yeah, he's oh, big. Right. Man. He wears a hat, and that's it. And, uh, and big flags, isn't he? As well, having flags and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Speedo yeah. Mick. I, I, yeah, I've, I've not, I've not seen or heard of Speedo Mick, but yeah, great. Okay, well, <laughs> So Sarah, Sarah, how do you um so, so obviously you do fitness classes? How does that work with balance then? Well, I have a wall nearby if I'm doing things that involve one leg. But um yeah, I, I kind of I probably am putting myself down a little bit. My balance, I can get by, but there are some, you know, running in the dark, for instance, I find quite tricky. So I um I did get lost at a boot camp the other week. Well, it was a couple of months ago. I've not been back since that. I've been doing indoors since then, but uh it was Brown Lees's pub and it was particularly dark and the boot went off, did some exercises, came back to under the stadium, did some more exercises, went off for a run around the lake, came back. Third time, the instructor sent us all off, ran back to where we'd started from and there's nobody there. So I thought, mm, this is a bit strange. So I'm a bit like a moth. I started to run toward the light just outside <laughs> of the park. And then I could, I heard a whistle, but being single-sided deaf, I find it really hard to track down where sounds coming from. So I'm like, just disorientating, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. let me know where you are. Anyway, I found them eventually on the tennis courts, and no one had come to find out if I'd actually went to Lise's Park, but Lake. Um, but yeah, so running anything in the dark, running, moving around is quite difficult. Um, 
exercise wise early you know late nights early mornings um weights classes and things i just i just have to stop it somebody i saw an audiologist i saw once said you lose hearing and you change direction quite quickly you're like a cup of coffee moving so you've got to let that coffee just settle before you change direction yeah. sometimes if you change too quickly you kind of just find yourself on your ass but um yeah but yoga as well can be i, I go to yoga down in, in newcastle and that that can be quite a challenge but that is the kind of you know the healthy challenge that i think i need to keep setting myself well wait, wait, yeah because you could because there's this you know there's comfort zone isn't there if you're in your comfort zone it, yeah it's comfortable but mm -hmm. it's not exciting is it that's the that's the thing so so you know chris you did your first marathon this year and, and i don't know if you were nervous apprehensive order but it's a fairly big thing for anyone to do isn't it but to do you know particularly to do it in your circumstances most people must have thought you were mad but the, the, the uh, payoff must be that much greater though is it well yeah I, I, well and to some extent the pressure's off you know i'm i'm no one's expecting me to break any records no one's expecting me to, to finish in the top three so i can do it at my own pace and and in in truth the london marathon i'd i'd, I'd sort of trained pretty well up to the Great North Run. Um, and then I'd, I'd lost it a bit for the few weeks between then. So the London Marathon, I ran the first half and I sort of ran and walked the second half and finished in well over five hours. So, you know, I, I wasn't, wasn't anywhere near as fast as I'd hoped to be when I first started training, but it didn't bother me. It didn't bother me at all because it's, you know, what, what does it matter? I enjoyed it. It was it, still, it, still, a, still a PB, man. Yeah, well, yeah, but you know, I've, I've, I've got nothing to prove other than, other than to myself. So you know, it was all right. I, 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 I knew, I knew the effort that I'd put in. I knew where I could have done more. What, what you know? So, so it was all right. So you finished as well. When you went to the finish line, you get a lump in your throat. Uh, yeah, that that whole that's it. lovely feeling down the mall. You know, it, it, it's just it's unbelievable and and. Yeah. Even with the reduced crowds this year, it, it was still busy all the way around. It was great. But, uh, a great feeling. You, ju you just said something there, Chris, about no one's got any expectations on me time, etc. Because it, a lot of people do a lot of things. It's like a performative thing, isn't it? It's for other people. It's like, oh, well, I'll do this and I'll look good to other people or I'll do it. it not, not, none of anything you've said here, either three of you have, have, have said that you're doing anything for anybody else it's all just like it's like obviously there's a benefit to the healthier you are the more positive you are it rubs off on your family and your friends and the people around you but you're all just kind of doing it i don't want to say selfishly but it's 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 very much an internal thing this isn't it you you want to be in a good place for yourself you want to run that run for yourself it's, it just it's, doesn't it's, make you feel amazing when you do this kind of thing and i'm guessing with these events well i've done events in the past uh, not marathons but i've you know i've done the great north run once and i've done 10ks and various things you, you do just feel amazing when you've finished it completed it and it's just for you that's a it is, it is a very when you talk about selfishness it, it is because you're doing it it's you're doing it on your own it's not part of a team event it's you as an individual so you a, you're trying to beat, yeah, you're trying to beat your clock, no one else's clock. You're not, you're not going to win the race. You're not going to beat more Farah, but you're trying to beat your your own clock. Um, and if you do that, it's a great feeling. And if you don't, it's not the end of the world. It's, as long as you've 
giving it your best shot. I mean, I, I remember the first one I did the Edinburgh one a few years ago. And, um, soon as you cross the, I did a really good time in fairness, but when you cross the finish line, you get like a lump in your throat, you think, wow, and, and just like the whole emotion of it. And it, it's, it's, a, it's a mental feeling. When I did the 50 coming down, because that was absolutely brutal, by the way. Don't let anyone tell you it's not, that was brutal. Um, then that was, that was, there's, I didn't have a cry. It was probably a tear coming down my down my face at that point. It was a massive lump in my throat having to fight it. That was uh, it's a huge achievement. And then you um, so these little things they are selfish because that's what we do it for. Because it, it's not a team game; it's individual, uh, and we do it to kind of prove to ourselves uh, that we can that we can do it. And it's beating our clock. To, to be fair, again, Andy, what one one of the cricket lads has been in touch to say, yeah, that's how he plays his cricket as well. It's all about him. It's yeah. like he's not even on a team. We don't exist. He probably doesn't even know my name. That, 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 that's an actual quote from a, a yeah. message we've just had in on the teleprompter. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Well listen, well, listen, this is going out as, as, in, in the, in the build-up to Christmas. We may as well have a fight over best Christmas film. Elf. Elf. Elf, yeah. Oh, is that two for Elf, Sarah? Didn't I... you need to think of it. Didn't you need to think about it. Well, I, there's one thing I do need to see. I need to see Die Hard. I've never in my life seen Die Hard, and I know that everyone's like, oh, you've never seen it. So that's something, that's something I need to, to watch. Yeah, I, I like a bit of Elf. Um... I can't yeah. get away with Elf. I just don't get it. Oh, oh yeah. So it, looks, so it looks like it's one on three. Yeah, I mean, I'll take oh, it all on. But I, I just, What's I yours, I, I don't know, to be honest. I, I've been asking people, listen, I think I, I think it's more of an exploration to try and figure out what I think the Christmas film is. But I, d I don't know. I honestly haven't got a favourite like Christmas film. Oh, hang uh, on. What about I Nativity? Like... Nativity could be my favourite, actually. Is that just because it's about a teacher and you like well, to think that you're all, you know? It's, just... played in our, it's played in our house every year, you know, any time of the year. My kids love it. I, I, I'm a sucker. It's less of a, less of a film, but it's, it's you know, it's, it's short. But I've got, a, I've got to be honest, I do like The Snowman. I do like, I just, we just oh, watch yeah. The Snowman every week on Channel 4, every Christmas Channel 4 <laughs> Snowman's on. Yeah. So I, I, I love all the Christmas films. I, I, I can watch them all the way through December. But, but strangely enough, one of the things that I always associate with Christmas, that, that's not particularly Christmasy at all, is the Star Wars movies. Now, I, whether or not it's just thinking back to when I was a kid and that's the stuff that I got for a couple of years. I got old Star Wars toys and things like that. But yeah, the, the Star Wars movies always remind me of Christmas. So, I, that, so I've, I've started watching them again and I watched one of them on on the treadmill this morning and you know I'll, I'll watch the rest of them over the next week or so wait 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 yeah. we're the same i'll get you through yeah. the treadmill by the way that'll get you through loads if you can watch a film when you and you've got the treadmill there yeah no i don't I, I do i i watch stuff there because otherwise it's deathly boring but what you know, <laughs> yeah. one of the things I, and I, I put it on twitter the other week I, I i love the treadmill because especially when i'm on my tablets i can't be too far away from the toilet so <laughs> so are you two just on twitter then or do you go on to any of the social media to, to promote you uh, Twitter mainly, but I, I'm on Instagram as well. What are you on Instagram? Got the gist of it. Right. I will look you up. Is yeah, that um... what it is? I keep I keep trying to read it, like, think, <laughs> go to the... But no, it's not that. <laughs> 
God, man, is that what it is? Well, well, thanks for clearing that up as well. <laughs> um, so, so Chris, I think I think you're the only one who was actively fundraising at the point of interview. Where, where did you end up? £23,007, uh, I think it was. Oh, well, well, I've started next year's already, so I'm a couple of hundred quid into the 2022 one. Check it out. Well done. Well done. Shame, shame on us. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. 23 grand. And, and one thing that was particularly interesting about it as well, Chris, is that it's, 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 it's a cancer charity, but you've gone for kids' cancer, haven't you? Uh, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you going the same next year? Are you staying with? Are you? Yeah, same charity. Um, yeah, it's, the only reason it stopped and then restarted is that Virgin Money decided that they're not supporting Virgin Money giving anymore, so they, they closed them at the end of November. So I, I had to start up a, a just giving page instead. Um, no, I, you know, I, there's there's loads of different cancer charities, and and, and they're all as as worthy as each other, but. Um, you know, for for me, the thing that still upsets me isn't my condition, and 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 you know, not no offense to, to all of the people of similar ages or or older, but it's not us adults that that affect me. I don't get upset about us. Yeah. I get upset when you know when, when I see the you know kids, you know whether they get through their their battle or or not. You know, it's just heartbreaking to imagine someone so young having to go through it so uh, so yeah so it was always going to be a, a children's cancer charity for you know yeah we're, we're, we're trying to help i don't know if you know the, the family sarah but did you know about rocco i've seen some of the posts was there a ball recently or is about to be yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to walk yeah there's loads of people trying to walk kinds yeah but the, the, it's, a, it's a local family they're not far from us you know henry's the same class as the older brother of Rocco, and yeah. he's trying to raise two hundred and thirty-five grand. Basically, the same as Bradley Lowry needs the same yes. treatment for the same thing as Bradley Lowry, you know. And uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, they're up to like a hundred mid mid hundred and something. I can't remember now, but you know, so they've got a massive battle to face. But it's yeah. So I'll I'll quite often just sit and and I'll think about it and, and, and yeah, that that brings tears to my eyes to be honest. Sitting thinking about that and a kid going through, you know. So yeah, I, I don't know, but uh, so yeah, well done for that. Anyway, Chris, that's awesome. Listen, just, 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 just because I've held you all for long enough, I think you know. Is 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 there? I don't know. Have you got like a a, a simple strap line? I, 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 yours, Chris, should be. It's not a choice. I love that. But uh, you know, if you, have you got any other like any, any other things you want to like inspirational things to lash out or any anything else you want to ask each other? Any call call her up. Oh, just the, the old cliche, don't wait till it's too late to, to do the things you want to do and enjoy life. You know, do, do it now, don't wait. And stay positive. Stay as positive as possible. And I would say surround yourself with positive people as well. You know, like-minded people, people that make you feel good and, you know, bring out the best in you. Yeah. And that, and that, and that works for anybody, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It, it just doesn't matter whether you've had an illness, whether you're ill, anyone can do any of those three things tomorrow, can't they? They can start tomorrow. Yeah. Of course, that's the other thing. You've got to start, haven't you? You've got to do something. Yeah. Good. Well, listen, thanks very much for that. I, I, again, I've had a great chat. I hope you have enjoyed it. Um, and again, I hope it gives some people some positivity, you know, and some a bit of a boost that, you know, you three are probably more ill than me. Um, but, you know, there's, there's four people here who've had a, their life changed through illness, let's just say. And um, we're all sitting 
very positive despite everything. So hopefully that gives people a lift. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And it's lovely to meet you all. And you. We need to get this dip booked in, don't we? Yeah, Boxing Day. Boxing Day. Yeah, well, look, anytime, anytime. Look look up No Sense of Tumour and look up Chick Dippers and JP and yeah. uh, you'll find us there. Well, yeah. I, well, I'm quite lazy, so if we're going to do a dip, can we do it in Exhibition Park? So I haven't got far to go. Hey, I hope we're talking about that deep as well. Just dip, put your feet in. <laughs> well, and I'm happy to lie down, but, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know I, I don't mind fully dipping, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I haven't had some trips and right away to Whitley Bay, like, I'm not, not being that, but... Uh, <laughs> in what what one day one day i'll do it one day i'll do it i'm going to hold you to that martin good all right then well thanks very much um all the very best everyone yes get die hard watch sarah there's no excuse i will i will it's on the list <laughs>